0: Guten Tag, meine Freunde, or even Hello Paranormal Tourists. Yet this week is a weird show. We're very busy editing together a charity show for raising money for the Samaritans. Which means we've not had much time to get together and actually record a couple of episodes. So what we've done is dug out some of the ones that you cannot download anymore. And they are only available as Patreon supporters. So... We've put together this week's show and next week's show as an example of some of the bonus things you can get if you support us on Patreon. And you can do anything from a pound up to a thousand pound to give us a support. In fact, if you give us the top amount of money, we will make and deliver a dining table to you that is an actual Ouija board. That is only if you live in Britain. I'm not flying a. Ouija board on a plane as my personal luggage across to New Zealand because I know we've got some people listening in New Zealand (laughs) you can come and find us if you go onto our Facebook page it'll explain how to find us and fund us on Patreon but we've got some video episodes coming up in the next few weeks and the next couple of weeks we're going to dig out some of these really old episodes that you would never have heard because they never made it Uh, But there's some good material on there. So you can get these as part of a Patreon support package. And there's some news coming out soon about how you will also, if you give a certain amount of money, get a free book from us every single month. So an entire book every month by giving us a bit of money and obviously the podcast will always be free so here is a taster of some of those old episodes this is from about three years ago i think and it's an interesting one as danny does a swear word so if you have got young people listening we apologize but ladies and gentlemen we now give you from many many moons ago the paranormal tourists
1: Hello, welcome to the Paranormal Tourist. My name is Tom Jordan. I am your host. I'm joined here this evening also by Danny McGellan. Say hello Danny. Hello, Danny. <laughs> Never gets on. I'm also joined by special guest. We've had him on the show before. His name is Matthew Ferriman. Alright. <laughs> and there's our paranormal expert, Ross Andrews. Hello. Mm, deep gravelly tone, very yeah, nice. I lost my voice again. <laughs> <laughs> Um well let's let's jump straight in. I thought this evening, uh and this is this is gonna be upsetting for I think our wide fan base across the board, I'm actually not gonna do anything this evening for no. amazing no. amazing Spooks of mission. It's like
2: when Dylan went electric, isn't it? And the fans were <laughs> gonna kick off and uh, they, they're gonna walk out on us. I think I think I might
3: leave.
1: Okay. So <laughs> what I have got is an incredibly Scrawly selection of notes that I've written down. In actual fact, it's got so bad that at this one point, are, are these notes from your own book? These these are these are notes from my in, in my notepad from the research. Oh, I thought this was from wrote. your imminent book that you're writing. I uh, know, no, it's not from the imminent book. This is existing uh, information. Most of the book for anyone who's interested, most of the book that I am uh, I'm compiling alongside Danny Magellan. Is is new stuff, new stuff uh, from bits and pieces that we have
4: personal experience.
1: personal experiences of other people, of, uh, personal, <laughs> somewhat impersonal of other, yeah. experiences. <laughs> is that possible? Yeah, you know, impersonal experiences <laughs> of other people. We'll be more, there'll be more information on that soon. So what I'm going to talk about. This, this is called about, Tom bluffing because he can't read his own <laughs> notes. Like he's just going to keep talking till he can that remember what not. it was. We're getting there. <laughs> really. And anyway, over two. You didn't see nothing yet. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of uh, the hauntings in Lincoln, dun, oh. dun, 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 dun. in the UK, Lincoln, in Lincolnshire. <laughs> you really quite, have yeah, done your Lincoln. Lincolnshire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. He's been on Google Maps and everything. <laughs> been on Google Maps, Wikipedia. So there's actually there's loads of stuff going on in Lincoln. There are parts of the town that are very, very old and very, very beautiful, very picturesque, Lincoln Cathedral, particularly in the area around that, is really fantastic. So if you're looking for somewhere to go hunting for spooks, it's definitely somewhere you should have on your map, or simply if you're looking for somewhere to have a cream tea. Well, oh,
2: I, I won't butt in too much, but are you gonna talk about Lincoln Cathedral, as you just mentioned it? No, I'm actually not gonna talk about Lincoln Cathedral. I will Cathedral. quickly say then, there is a hooded figure that has been seen in Lincoln Cathedral. Um, is it you, Ross? Not me,
1: you are now back in the room. <laughs> The police are on to him. <laughs> so, Brown's Pie Shop, Lincoln.
3: This oh. is a paranormal podcast,
1: isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this but, is his oh, pie review. <laughs> <laughs> Brown's Pie Shop, Lincoln. Our new sponsor. <laughs> located on Steep Hill. <laughs> on what hill? On Steep Hill. Oh, and how long so it took me to called, think that? It's called Steep Hill. The irony is it's not that steep. Is it not? No, I don't know. I've never been there. Okay. <laughs> I've been to Lincoln, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I may have, well have walked up and down... I almost floor. feel like he's making this up. <laughs> <But I'm laughs> sure. I've, just, I've lost the book. on a little boat. road I'm going off-east here. Bill.
2: So, next to stationary
1: bus stop uh, <laughs> near, near Choo Choo Train Street. <laughs> now... Uh, in, in the stuff I read about it, this particular haunting was referred to as one of their most famous ghosts. I've not been able to find out anything else about hauntings uh, at, at Brown's Pie Shop other than this one, so I don't know whether they're referring to one of Lincoln's most famous ghosts or... Just the Pie shop, Or whether the Pie <laughs> Shop has a lot, of, a lot of famous ghosts. Um, so, now this is interesting because m- most of the time this particular haunting is, um, is, is sounds. So the sounds of uh, a child running about the building. Uh, opening doors, slamming things, uh, to the extent where people have actually complained in the past about the noise being made by children running around for staff to then reveal that there are no children in the building. In actual fact this particular haunting has been seen on one occasion. The the person in question again was a customer who again complained uh, to staff about the children running around. They had indeed seen a little boy The name that has been attached to this little boy, if this comes from somewhere specific I haven't been able to find out, but the name attached to this little boy is Humphrey, who is apparently quite mischievous, particularly if he's not acknowledged by the people who he is appearing to, whether that is visually or um, Mm -hmm. Mm audibly. The sound has has appeared to lots of different people, Uh, but in actual fact there, there was a chef who used to consistently have to arrive an hour before anybody else on his shift he was always in there in in the building an hour before everyone else and he would frequently hear the sound of somebody running around again slamming doors opening things closing things and on one particular occasion he decided to go and investigate he'd heard the various stories about this little boy as I say he went to investigate and he said don't mind me Humphrey and that got the sounds to stop but then when he went back to the kitchen he found that all his pots and pans had been moved about and thrown all over the place and put in different places. It's a horrible little boy. Or he objects to being called Humphrey. Oh my <laughs> He's possibly not called Humphrey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my name's Kevin. <laughs>
2: so where, whereabouts was this one? So that's oh, on
1: Steep Hill.
3: That's Pierce. Brown's
2: Pie Shop. So if you oh, do Steep go there, Hill. go in and ask about the ghosts, but more importantly, say you've heard about them from paranormal, <laughs> paranormal tourists, tourists. absolutely. Just to freak them out because they haven't got a clue. what they're going to
1: And try the pie while you're there the pie sorry, they the pie. have one pie that I, you can so try just and a pie. kind of Victorian you know there's just one giant pie that they do each day and when you turn up there you just have a <laughs> slice of pie it's referred to as a, as a
3: restaurant wow. well
2: actually a restaurant. from an audible point of view most hauntings are audible and not actual visual and the idea being that if you're experiencing something that happened before you're more likely to experience a sound than a visual element because the brain will go oh that's a sound that's something happening and believe it whereas if it's saw a Victorian child suddenly walk through a wall that's less believable and the brain might just go nope, didn't see that, not having it whereas it's more likely to go yes, I can can envisage that there's somebody running around upstairs or I can do that and so it it believes it
1: easier and so it doesn't shut down and just go nope, can't remember this, not having that Is it then quite common that the realisation that what they've heard is potentially haunting is it quite common that, that then comes later in discussing yeah. what they've heard with other For, people? Well, I mean, I don't know about that particular case, but
2: certainly with a lot of the cases we've looked at, people say they can hear children running around. And I'll go back to St Breville's Castle, where well, there's a story there where schools often go there and there's kids in the East Tower and teachers run over there because they can hear the kids running up and down the staircases. So they run over there to tell the kids off and then all the kids are asleep uh, and have been for hours and yet they can still hear the the kids running around. But because that's a much more believable thing, the brain sort of goes, oh yeah, yeah, I'll accept that. I'll go over there and sort that out. Whereas if they'd seen a child that wasn't theirs (laughs) running up and down, glowing or whatever, headless, then the brain might just go, no, no, I'm not accepting that. That didn't happen. And so it might just never see it. Whereas if it's something then it can believe straight away it will run with the narrative and it'll go well what's going on
1: here And um, I, I suppose we hear things all the time yeah. and don't necessarily see the source possibly don't necessarily ever see the source you know we, we hear people uh, you know, where was that right now? Walking past outside, and if the curtains are closed, you hear them, but you don't think, "Oh, I'd better go and check and see if there's somebody there, in case it's a in case it's, in case a, it's a spooky." So you know, yeah, maybe may- there's loads of drunk ghosts that are always walking. Quite out. possibly, growing their cigarette butts over the over the wall. Yeah. So theoretically, actually, it's, it's, does that make us more kind of um, there's a, a to yeah,
2: well, well, there's a particular or, thing that the brain will do if it's confronted with something it cannot understand. Sometimes it physically doesn't see it. And it's very difficult to explain to people that something can be right in front of them but their brain just goes, No, I'm not seeing this, I refuse to see it.
4: Oh, could a good Ooh. example of that be the um
2: I don't oh, know. Have a think about McGurk, what it is. Uh,
4: the McGurk thing effect. So yes. if I say ba 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 you're seeing me say it. If you yes. hear me say ba 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 but can see a visual of someone
2: a different doing word. Fa, fa, fa,
4: for example, even though it's ba, 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 you will hear fa, fa, fa because your brain yeah. overrides what you're saying. so the
2: brain is seeing what it thinks it should see. And
4: the brain will switch yeah. it to be like, yep, yeah, that makes more sense, therefore that is what's happening. So yes. even if you know, and, even, and it doesn't matter how much you know about the fact that that's the illusion.
2: Your brain. Will well, be like, we've no. talked about it before, where the brain will immediately, like, if you see somebody in the street, for example, the brain is searching through its memory banks to go, is that Bob? Is it Stuart? Is it Lorraine? Whoever, until it comes across the thing, then it goes, oh, I think it's that. That
4: fits.
2: Yeah, and so, but from an audio point of view, it will do that quicker. It hasn't got audio and visual and all that and atmosphere conditions. It's only concentrating on one thing, yeah. and it will believe a sound quicker than it will believe a visual thing happening. So if a strange sound happens, you go, oh, that's a bit weird, but your brain goes, but it did happen. Whereas if it sees something, re- if it sees a, an orc or a fairy <laughs> fly across the room, your brain just goes, that can't be happening, no, so therefore I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that's and quite often you'll get people who've seen ghosts, you can ask them a couple of hours later, well, what was it? And they go, I, I don't really know. It was sort of, I think it was kind of, and the brain is immediately going, erase, erase, this didn't happen. Whereas with the audio things, because it's a more believable thing, the brain has kept it. It's gone, oh, it was footsteps, and it was running around, and I heard laughter. Uh, because it, it can categorise that so much easier, and it could categorise a, a floating head. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> that just doesn't make sense to it. Uh, and so, yeah, a lot of hauntings. They're, they'll remember the audio aspect or the smell aspect mm-hmm. before they'll remember the uh, the actual visual thing. And that's why if you ask a lot of people who saw the same thing, they'll all tell you different visual Experiences, but they often tell you the same audio experience. Mm. Uh,
1: the other, the other element that I found particularly interesting was Lincoln Castle. It's always good. Yeah, always castles good, are always uh, fun. Who we are,
4: love are, a castle here. We, we love a castle, castle
1: anyway. And is it an expensive one? Do
2: you know? Or I don't know. No, i will try is and find National out. Is it a trust? You know, the problem is this is it's his best book.
4: research ever.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he needs a new book, yeah. doesn't he? This is.
1: I mean, it's there. Allen. It exists. It exists. I think. Lincoln Castle exists. Lincoln, Lincoln, I think in Lincoln, exists in Lincolnshire. Lincoln Castle also has uh, an old prison. There's the women's prison from the Victorian period, and there's a figure of a of a lady that people have seen wandering around. Some also additionally say that they've seen a lady carrying a baby. I
2: think the
1: ghost of
2: the woman at Lincoln Castle has changed colour over the years. Interesting. I think it's sort of faded, and it's now like a lady in white or grey or something like that. And it was a colour years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. I, it's been a while since I've read about that one, but yeah. I, I will try. And, I will endeavour to do some more research than you've done, <laughs> 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 and, and try and remember that one. Sure. But I think that's an
1: example of a ghost that fades. That one. The male, the, the male prison sounds of keys jangling, doors slamming footsteps, moans, screams, so back to the kind of the, the audible stuff. Uh, additionally, there's uh, the observatory tower. There, shapes have been seen descending the stairs. Uh, nearby is the old graveyard where a lot of prisoners were buried. There's been growls heard from around the, the graveyard and, and again, again, crying and kind of unpleasant human noises. Uh, and then additionally, at Cobb Hall and in the castle, there's a, there's a lady in black, walking up the steps that are still there but used to lead up to the gallows and Additionally, there's a figure that has been seen Descending from the gallows as well. So little bits of information there But lots and lots of stuff that if you're looking for somewhere to go and you are not far from Lincoln It's definitely a good rich place for you to go A long list of spooks to spot. A whole oh. variety of different things and you can have a proper Pie. I wouldn't say pie. That's a pie, that's a specific thing, but you can have a proper pie while you are there. free pie from steep well.
4: Hill. <laughs> 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 Lovely, oh, thank you. And now
2: we link, turn to link the fantastic on. link that is going to be inserted so, here.
4: Well, speaking of pie, you might take pie on a picnic and you may have a picnic in a field. Oh, oh, do we have a link? Not really. No, no, um, (laughs) no, 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 it's (laughs) not. This week, I am talking about, uh, and maybe it's a phenomenon. I don't know. We'll find out. The paranormal expert Ross Andrews can tell us. Um, However, uh, this week I've been looking at, and I I love sort of personal accounts and and experiences and things. And and there's been various things that I've been reading in these paranormal magazines that I've started uh, subscribing to. I've become obsessed. (laughs) Um, And one of the things they were talking about was. There was a piece, and it struck me because I've been on Bob Min Moor, which we've mentioned yes. a few times.
2: Yeah, I think that's um, been our very were, first podcast.
4: I think we did, actually, yeah. yeah. They were talking about the, the, a group of people wandering the moors, and then there was a mist that descended on the moors, and they essentially lost their way, and they lost one of them, and one of them's never been found, but they kept hearing this wailing in the mist and things. And so there, there was the story was basically them saying, don't go to Bobbin Moor, This this There's mist, strange people a myth there. <laughs> that will howl at you and took one of our members. But what I found interesting is I have two experiences. I mean, they're linked and they're from when I was a child. So I don't trust those experiences <laughs> because I would have believed anything as a child. I was very enthusiastic. One of which, there was this big field. We lived in this small village called Southam which isn't very accessible but behind it is Cleve Hill and Cleve Hill is extremely accessible and that is the second part of the story so that is somewhere that people can go. Which
2: has also had sightings of ABC's Alien Big Cats.
4: Yes although that's not what I saw no interestingly but I'm pretty sure I'm probably wrong but (laughs) so the first one is this field and we were always told if we went a certain part a certain way out there was this dead Massive tree that had fallen over, and we used to climb all over it. And then we'd go down. There was this little stream and a rope swing that we sort of made. It didn't last very long. We ended up in the river, um, uh, and it led to the road. But further, you could go a different way, and it led to sort of more fields. And it used to get very misty. And between the village children, I'm making the village sound a bit like village of the damned now, but uh, there was this. I've sort been of, there.
2: It is.
4: <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> there's this legend. There was this legend that we all used to talk about, about if it was a misty or foggy day, you would get lost in the fog, and we were all told this. Now, I don't know whether it's like a Hound of the Baskervilles style, but that we didn't really have access to to th- I don't know where it came from or, or who was the first person to say it or what, uh, as far as I'm aware nobody has ever gone missing in that particular field So
1: this
2: is, was it James, is it Her- James Her? the fog?
1: Yes, yeah When you say was lost in the fog do you mean as in lost and don't return Would just suppose? disappear Because I mean, it's, t- it's totally possible to just get
2: now, there are there the are a lot of stories...
4: No, I don't mean we'd go one way no, and then go, uh-oh, we don't know where sure, we are, no. okay, and then cool. come home yeah. and be like, oh, we got lost in the fog.
2: No, there are a lot of stories about children being lost in the fog um, and being abducted by the fairy folk. Um, and if yes. a fog suddenly descended on somewhere, then um, you were supposed to try and get away from it as, as quickly as you possibly could. Yes,
4: that's what we would... Ta- if yeah. we suddenly saw a fog... We would, and excuse my language, we would out and out shit our pants and leg it. Uh, we, there was no question; nobody would even look Insert at each other. leap here. <laughs> if anyone, you'd look around, and everyone would be like, "Right, gone," and we'd all just run home. I'm not even sure we knew everyone got home safe. Who knows? Maybe a few of the kids did. Get, I was, uh, you yeah, know, I was fighting. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, there's, maybe there's there are a lot of it. stories,
2: and it's um, um, they're called missing time episodes, where kids would go out for a walk enter the fog or the woods and woods that they'd known for years and so on Mm. and about half an hour later would come out of the woods or the fog get home and everyone's been in a panic because they've been missing for eight or nine hours Uh, those stories go all across Britain particularly prevalent in uh, Ireland as well uh, and are linked to the fairy folk uh, sort of kidnapping Uh. you and probing you in various ways and then sending you back on your way.
4: Yes, I was going to say cuz we we didn't think fairy folk but there was there was sometimes a discussion of alien yes abduction.
3: Well, but I wonder, we, yeah,
4: <laughs> I wonder whether
3: we
4: I wonder whether we sort of believed this more and it was a genuine fear I remember the one time we were out there and there was a real sudden fog because it doesn't happen you yeah. know it's not the weather here is pretty crappy but it's not <laughs> it's not like <laughs> it fog been, yes. and fog go all the time so the, the one time it did happen though, we were genuinely terrified I didn't go back to the field for a while but I wonder whether our fear of it and our belief our absolute unquestioning belief in it came from a time when uh, myself and my two best friends from the village we went to Cleve Hill walking over Cleve yeah. Hill now we were with an adult because we wouldn't have been able to get there without one but I think they must have waited in the car or something maybe it wasn't a very nice day or what but they must have waited there's a kind of place where you can park which ironically now is known for something
2: else but we will going on down there it's paranormal or not put it this way you want to take a dog yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes so they were they were parked there
2: I mean I don't want to cast aspersions on
4: my childhood friends parents but um, they there with the dog, they, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, and told us to go away for at least an hour. Uh, so so they, it was, it was kind. Of, I, I think it was quite early in the morning, and that, so they may have just had a nap or something. <laughs> Maybe they like, decided just get out of the car. So we all went on to Cleve Hill, and it was a bit of a misty day. It was quite. It was early enough that it was kind of, yeah. you know, just a bit misty. And we were all running around and then we found this what to us looked like a cliff edge, but wasn't It's part of it that almost looks a little bit like a quarry. A
2: yes, it was a quarry at various times. They have quarried some of it. Yeah. So,
4: yeah, the, a bit of quarried bit yeah. we came across. Then we turned around and we started walking the other way. So we were like, oh, that's dangerous. I mean, we are pretty we were pretty hardcore, but not not quite enough to take on a quarry <laughs> cliff f- face. And then we saw this... Man in really really old clothing old man and he shouted at us what are you doing get away and so we turned around and we were like let's just go back to the quarry and
3: wait
4: and we turned around could not for the life of us like we could not find this quarry bit that we'd just come across and it felt like we'd walked maybe 10 metres or something at most uh, in a straight line turned around and gone back and and run back the other way I
2: mean that sounds like a stereotypical missing time stories yeah well. and we yeah. couldn't
4: we, we so we couldn't for the life of this find this thing so then we thought well we'll go back to where the man was hope that he's gone but otherwise where he was sort of blocking an easy path down to yeah. the entrance so we thought we'll just go back i mean we're talking seconds because we turned ran for 10 seconds that would have got us to the quarry looked at each other going what that what decided to go back the other way Now, unless this old man had suddenly become an athlete, he had, and then he was just gone. He was just nowhere. And all three of us said, "He said, get out, you know, get out. What are you doing here? Get out." So we went back down, and we got back in the car, and we just insisted on going home because we were all petrified by then. But it was just very, very strange. And we'd gone. We went back down to the car, and whatever, whoever the adult was, and I can't even remember whether it was my parent or whether the other kids' parents. Um, and we got in the car and they were really angry with us because we'd taken so long.
2: Yeah, that's a perfect example. <laughs> yeah, that is an textbook. absolute perfect example, textbook <laughs> You're example. all welcome. <laughs>
4: yeah, so we, and, but as far as, I mean, we had been playing yeah. before this incident, so we knew we'd been a, a little while, but we certainly didn't think we'd been as long as uh, to warrant the anger that, because yeah. we thought we'd get to the car and they'd be like, oh, you ready? Are you ready? But they were quite angry with us
2: yeah that, so that, we, we that's don't a know textbook we just example
4: yeah. lost track of time or what but that we found this bit that was a quarry then an old man shouted at us the quarry disappeared the old man disappeared and then we got shouted at it was a terrible day <laughs> it was not
2: Are it you sure it up, wasn't that an day? old man up there doing what people do up there now <laughs> <blocking their dogs. laughs>
4: yeah i can't remember um to that extent but if, if so then i've definitely blocked it out <laughs> 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 But yeah, it was it was um, it was strange, and I don't think we went back to Cleve Hill for a while because we would. Do, but we didn't we didn't relate it to the whole mist thing or anything.
2: Cleve Hill has um, It's near Presbury, which we've talked about before, and has a lot of ghosts um, associated with mist and water, and wherever there is a lot of, sort of well, water vapor and so on like that, and rivers and streams seem to accumulate a lot more ghosts. And mm. the theory is somehow water in the atmosphere Helps. or is helping you see something weird I don't know how <laughs> now this is going off track slightly but one theory is for misty figures that are seen near water or like in fog and so on like that uh, near water you often get midges uh, sort of flying around and as we've said before the brain will search for an image going oh that's a person Mm. Um, and so you'll see like a a hazy cloud in front of you uh, versus like a column of midges just flying around and the brain if it half sees it, it might just go oh there's something stood there mm. and then it goes oh it disappeared uh, I know that doesn't relate to your story in that well, funnily way but enough,
4: well I mean not really but there used to be and I don't know whether either of you will <clears throat> know this having sort of knowing the area there used to be a house where in the back garden there was a very loud parrot
0: Right, and yeah. I
4: remember as a teenager, kind of thinking back to it and being like, maybe the parrot shouted, "Get out" or something, yeah. or something to that, and we somehow created, created an old man picture. together yeah. because of I don't know stuff we'd been talking about or what. But they used to be, backing. they used to be massive houses, kind of yeah. backing up. Well, there still are, but m- massive houses with these gr- amazing gardens. And there used to be, not anymore. I mean, the parrot's probably dead now, but. um <laughs> that's
2: the well, yes, as I said, we, yeah, we delight in the death of animals <laughs> so, on this. The parrots live quite a long time. Oh, so. do they? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, it still really around, they're still knocking around then. They can live as long as humans. Oh, yeah. lordy,
4: alright. Oh, I feel bad now. I'll have to go and check. I might go back and see if I can find out. But he, there was a parrot in a back garden. So, as a teenager, I always used to think maybe it was the parrot because get out in a squawk would maybe sound quite frightening and get out is maybe something a parrot would say I don't know (laughs)
3: Um,
4: or something similar that we heard as get out or what are you doing or you know Um, so maybe we heard the parrot and somehow the three of us came up with this very similar man in really tatty old clothing image
2: Cleve Common I don't know how close you were to Cleve Common which is on the top of Cleve Hill does have uh, sightings of an old man um and i've been told wearing a flat cap type thing as well. oh, yeah, yeah. and he's been seen up on the top of cleeve common uh, just wandering about and then people turn around and he's gone now i don't know how close that was to where you were
4: yeah we were ne- we were near we were very near
2: the top okay cuz well, we cuz we have to... seen the old man of cleeve common then <gasps>
4: this is so exciting
2: <laughs> tom is deflating now in the <laughs> background
3: <laughs> oh, oh come together. That's yeah, cool. we were
4: certainly we were certainly near the top. Because Cleve Hill is deceptively large. It's something like two inches over being a mountain, isn't yeah, it? So it is technically,
2: a, technically a mountain, a I mountain. think. Yeah. By a, by
3: about two inches. Yeah. So. I feel like we there's illogical. a huge problem with seeing ghosts on, on big hills like that and you know, when you look at it at the side of a hill, you can only see it going up. You can never see the tiny bits where it dips down just for you know, a few foot, and then comes back up, and it's very easy. Even if you're just walking with friends up a hill, and somewhere ahead, then all of a sudden, somebody just disappears. Or cause you drive past, yeah. and there's a road. Um, I drive I drove past for work, and there's a, a castle, or like a, a church and as you drive around the corner the castle doesn't move but the hill seems to grow bigger and bigger and the castle just disappears behind it yeah yeah
2: it must be very strange for anybody who lives abroad because all we ever do is talk about
3: castles everybody owns a castle here <laughs> uh, if, uh, I, I normally see it on my way to having tea with the queen <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah
4: you um you questioning the uh validity no i'm just saying how, olds, <laughs> yeah. i'm
3: just saying how easy it would be for instance i don't have many plans for this weekend now I'm going to dress up as an old man and walk around the hill <laughs> and then jump down into a, a, into you know, a, a little ditch. dip when people sorry Matthew are you, are you suggesting
1: you're going to dress up as a creepy old man walk around the hill hide in holes and jump out on people Yeah, and I'm going to no, dress as a parrot um,
3: <laughs> to people. I'm not going to jump out at people I'm going, to, I'm going to let them see me and then when they turn around mm-hmm. then I'm going to hide and then they'll turn around and see me. Then I have to stay there for a couple of hours. I was
4: going to say, what are you going to say yeah. if they kind of walk that way? And uh, no, no, go, he's got his
3: own portable smoke
2: machine <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, missed. It's that
1: non emergency phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, if you see this Matthew is, this this week, is
2: uh, <laughs> uh, Matt's last appearance uh, <laughs> in Paranormal <laughs> Tourist. But we, we, will inform you his on, activity. we will inform you on his release date. He's <laughs> looking forward to his first appearance on the
4: playing <laughs> himself.